Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. In with uh, Veronica Johnson, she is 7 News First Alert a Chief Meteorologist. We're going to find out what kind of forecast we're looking at here. I think I can even just tell you what we're looking at. Tonight, overnight, clouds by dawn. We are down to 28 degrees in those suburbs. And then tomorrow, mostly cloudy. Showers possible in the afternoon and a high of 60. A chance of morning rain Friday gradually clearing. Highs about 60. But we're going to have a gusty day on Friday. Wind gusts at 30 to 40 miles per hour. Hyattsville, 34. Herndon, 35. Foggy bottom, 37 degrees. Some of us could be down to the mid-20s and upper 20s overnight. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. And good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up on WTOP. The man accused of leading police on a chase in a stolen Maryland state highway truck faces dozens of charges. I'm Kate Ryan. The state of Loudoun's Sterling Volunteer Fire Company after the Friday house explosion. I'm Dick Iuliano. No clear path forward for a women's services group's building damaged in a gas explosion. I'm Scott Gelman. Their own employees say this school system's payroll setup is a mess. I'm John Doman. 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. CBS News has learned President Biden is considering using powers given to presidents in a law passed in 1952 to limit immigration. Here's CBS's Bo Erickson. With a record level of migrant apprehensions at the U.S. southern border, President Biden is considering restricting access to the U.S. asylum system. Three people familiar with the plans tell CBS News President Biden could announce limits on the asylum process within the next two weeks, representing a sharp policy change for the president. The State Department is warning American citizens not to travel to Russia for any reason because of the risk of arrest. A month ago, dual U.S.-Russian citizen Ksenia Karolina was charged with raising money for Ukraine and arrested. More from CBS's Skyler Henry at the White House. Americans are in Russian custody at a time where tensions between the two countries are on the rise, especially following the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny while in prison. Katalina's former mother-in-law says she's afraid what happened to Navalny may happen again. We know it wasn't just a death, it was a murder. Alabama's largest hospital has paused all IVF treatments in response to the state Supreme Court ruling that frozen embryos are the legal equivalent of children. Your CBS is Meg Oliver. So we talked to Dr. McLean. She's at an independent clinic and they have been in closed-door meetings with lawyers all day because... The University of Alabama is the largest hospital system there in the state, and they're very concerned that this is going to ripple down and start affecting other clinics. They don't know. What, are they going to have to advise their patients to transfer their embryos? Are they going to have to go out of state? There's so much uncertainty. Student loans with a balance of $12,000 or less have been forgiven for almost 153,000 borrowers. President Biden made the announcement. Folks, I'm happy to have been able to forgive these loans because when we realize and relieve Americans of their student debt, they're free to chase their dreams. Borrowers had to have been paying on their loans for at least 10 years. Millions of people are preparing for a total eclipse in early April. The moon will pass in front of the sun, causing the sun to be blocked entirely. North Texas is going to be a great place to experience it, says Joe Trezilla with Total Eclipse DFW. This truly is a once-in-a-lifetime event. A 
total solar eclipse has not been through DFW in over 100 years and won't come through again for another 300 years. Jurors have been sworn in at the trial of weapons expert Hannah Gutierrez-Reed in Santa Fe, New Mexico. She's charged in the 2021 fatal shooting of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. She was shot by actor Alec Baldwin during a rehearsal for the Western movie Rust. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. WTOP at 1203. Thursday morning, it is February 22nd, 2024. Increasing clouds this overnight early morning by dawn. Veronica says the low would be 28 to 34. We're at 32 now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in this midnight hour. Thanks for taking us along for the ride this early morning. Our top local story this hour is an update we bring you to last Friday's wild chase and crash through two local Maryland counties during rush hour. WTOP's Kate Ryan has looked through the state court documents in the case on the charges against the suspect accused of stealing a highway help truck, then ramming it into several cars as investigators say he tried to get away. 27-year-old Flavio Cesar Lanusa of Laurel is still hospitalized after Maryland State Police say he was injured sometime between the crash that occurred at the Greenbelt Metro Station Friday night and when he was arrested for stealing a Maryland State Highway Administration chart truck. Lanusa led police on a chase from Prince George's to Montgomery County, where he was arrested in the White Oak area. According to police, he hit 13 vehicles during the course of that chase. Charges include reckless driving, speeding, and driving without a seatbelt. Once he's out of the hospital, he'll make his first court appearance, and state police said Friday he could still face additional charges. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. You can see video of last week's chase and crash. Click away at WTOP.com. Now, you may remember hours after that crash ended, in another part of our region, the ground shook as a house blew up and killed a volunteer firefighter in Sterling. It happened after firefighters went to the house to check out the smell of gas. Now, nine firefighters we know with the Sterling Volunteer Fire Company in Loudoun were injured in the situation. With the usual complement of volunteer and career firefighters, the Sterling Park and Cascade stations continue to provide full 24-hour coverage after Friday's house explosion. Other folks are stepping up to the plate, staffing those units. Loudoun County Fire Chief Keith Johnson says career firefighters staff stations during the day, a mix of volunteer and career staff at night. I have 759 career employees, and then there's over 1,200 uh, volunteers. So altogether, we have about 2,000 what we call Loudoun County Combined Fire and Rescue System members. Three of the four hospitalized volunteer firefighters have been released. The fourth, a public school teacher, continues to be treated for burn injuries. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.05 Thursday morning. Anyone who works for a living expects their bosses, of course, to make sure they're paid the right amount and on time, right? Well, employees throughout... The Prince George's County school system say that's apparently not happening for them right now. Last summer, hundreds of employees, those who work in security, transportation, or school lunchrooms, got a paycheck double what it was supposed to be. I told them, well, I can pay you back. But Stanley Brown and Tarita McCoy say they went months without getting much of an answer. And in the fall... We received the email stating that we were going to have funds deducted out of our account for overpayment. Since then... 180 something dollars is coming out of my paycheck 
her pay period. The school system says they're extending the time to recoup the money to lessen those deductions. Some teachers are dealing with the opposite, saying they sometimes have to wait months to get paid what they're supposed to. John Dome in WTOP News. WTOP at 12.06. Let's talk politics on WTOP. Thursday morning, campaign 2024. Maryland Democrats planning to use Governor Wes Moore now, we're told, as their first time in line of attack against the state's former Republican governor and his bids for U.S. Senate. Larry Hogan's last-minute decision recently to jump into the race has thrown a safely Democratic seat into limbo this morning. Axios reports that Moore plans to launch an offensive against Hogan's record as governor in the coming months. We've already seen Governor Moore go after Larry Hogan's record on abortion while he was in office uh, earlier this week, and they've sort of traded barbs with each other about that record, and I think that that is something that we're, we're going to see the, the current governor target uh, going forward. Axios congressional reporter Stephen Newcomb, a poll released just last week by Emerson shows Hogan tied with Democratic Congressman David Trone and leading Democratic Prince George's County Executive Angela also Brooks. All are battling now for a retiring Democratic Senator Ben Carton seat. WTOP at 1207. You've got a dead body, Inspector. I may be able to help with that. This winter, all your favorite detectives are streaming on BritBox. Don't miss exclusive new seasons of Death in Paradise. There must be something we've missed. Vera. It wasn't an accident, was it, love? Father Brown. What did he look like? And more. Once you start investigating, you won't want to stop. We're done when I say we're done. Stream your favorite detectives only on BritBox. Start a free trial at BritBox.com. You're with WTOP, Dean Lane. Thursday morning, welcome into the midnight hour this morning here at WTOP. Glad you're with us. February 22nd, time now is 12.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good morning to Ken Berger with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. A relatively quiet rider all through the DMV, but there are a couple of work zones causing some de- uh, some delays, including northbound DC 295 after Burroughs Avenue. Only the left lane is getting by. This is causing a brief delay as you head out of the district. And then northbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway, right at the Beltway, again, one lane to, to the left is getting by. And this is causing some slowing over by Greenbelt Park. But the uh, delays are easing a little bit as the volume begins, begins to lessen as we head into the overnight hours and the work zone continues in Virginia southbound 95 on the approach to Lorton Road. You'll see it over on the far right side. Also looks like it's crowding the far right travel lane but traffic getting back to the left with no delays and there are no delays on the northbound side of 95 coming north of Fredericksburg all the way to the Springfield interchange. Had a couple of work zones affecting either side of 395 between Washington Boulevard and Duke Street but all of that has been cleared so all lanes are pretty be open now on uh, 395 both sides between Springfield and the Pentagon. The Beltway looking good in both Virginia and Maryland. If there are any work zones in Virginia, they're not causing any delays and no major work zones going on in Maryland, so all lanes are clear. And again, traffic running at a fine and steady pace on 495 along the entire run. Go electric to Fitzway looking for an electric car. Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at FitzMall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Classic. 
have been increasing. We'll have mostly cloudy to cloudy skies here on your Thursday. And while there could be a spotty shower late morning to early afternoon, your best chance of rain will be your Thursday overnight through Friday morning. Temperatures starting out between 28 and 34 degrees. We'll have afternoon temperatures between 55 and 60. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 34 Gaithersburg, 35 Arlington. It is chilly this morning. 33 Lana, midnight hour, Thursday morning, February 22nd. We're at 32 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. Brought to you this time around this early morning on WTLP by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTLP at 1210. Where, of course, we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Jeff Claybaugh joins us now. Minutes from the Fed's last rate meeting reinforce the likelihood rate cuts won't start until later this year. Luxury home builder Toll Brothers says orders are up 40% from a year ago. The average price of a Toll Brothers home that sold last quarter was more than a million dollars. D.C. has more one-person households than any other city, 48.2%. The Dow finished Wednesday up 48 points. The S&P 500 up six. The Nasdaq lost 50 Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Overseas, our first midnight check of the Asian stock market. Higher across the board this hour, the Nikkei is up by 622 points. The Kospi is up 11. The Hang Seng is up 25. The Shanghai is up 15 this morning. Good morning. Welcome in. 1211 on WTOP. No matter who we are or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. It's 4 a.m. Monday. And you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Uh, Thursday morning, February 22nd. Glad you're in with us this morning. If you're just joining us this midnight hour, welcome in. Increasing clouds by dawn. Veronica says the low should be somewhere between 28 and 34. As I said, we're about at 36 degrees in our nation's capital right now. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. Glad you're with us this morning at 1213 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Trump is elected for a second time later this year. He is proposing some very strong changes right now to immigration policy that critics call radical. The former president is pledging now to immediately launch the largest domestic deportation operation in American history, using military planes and bases to round people up and kick them out. This morning, 
Isaac Arnsdorf, national political reporter at the Washington Post, joins our Dimitri Sotis for a closer look at all this. So the idea is really this is something that uh, that President Trump and his top advisor on immigration, Stephen Miller, very much wanted to do in the first term and weren't able to because of litigation and resistance within the Department of Homeland Security and the Department of Defense, uh, which when they wanted to detain migrants on military bases, said that that would compromise troop readiness and they weren't okay with that. So they're thinking about ways now, if Trump comes back into office, where the lesson that they learned is they've got to move a lot faster. They've got to not worry about what's going to get held up in court and they've they've just got to got to hit it and uh, also appoint people throughout the administration who are going to carry out those uh, those orders and impulses from Donald Trump rather than try to restrain them. Is this legal? It will certainly get challenged in court. What we focused on in our reporting was much more the logistical components of it. So, you know, if you kind of set aside what judges might do, which is kind of hard to predict, and also, you know, in a scenario where the president, which is what they're talking about doing, where the president invokes a lot of emergency powers, saying that it's an invasion and a national security crisis, uh, you know, you potentially have judges who are reluctant to be second-guessing that in the middle of operations. So we really focused on what are the more practical, logistical, operational considerations. And Stephen Miller has has worked these through and has talked about them. So you know, one constraint on on doing this with millions of people is uh, manpower in ICE. Uh, there there aren't enough agents. So he's talking about deputizing the National Guard, including in Democratic control states. If those governors don't want to let their National Guards be used for that purpose, he's talking about using the National Guard from neighboring. Republican-controlled states. And then the the other constraint that, that he's thought about is, so if you arrest a whole lot of people, there's a question about where to put them, where to hold them while they're being processed and prepared to be removed. And there aren't adequate shelter spaces that ICE currently has. So Stephen Miller is talking about, and other Trump allies are are talking about building out holding facilities in the form of tents or camps. This sounds, uh, one word might be apocalyptic, certainly not within the, the parameters that we're used to as Americans, although one could go back to World War II, for example, and think about the Japanese internment camps as perhaps one parallel. Did your mind go there or, or somewhere else? Is there anything in our history that's similar to what they're proposing? Well, the historical model that Trump himself points to is a 1954 operation by the Eisenhower administration, which takes the name of a a very offensive racial slur for Mexicans that I won't say on the radio. Um, But that is the model that he's pointing to, which resulted in uh, kind of mass raids at at agricultural and industrial facilities, rounding people up, herding them onto trains and boats and planes, and in in some cases, abandoning them in the desert, leading to, to multiple documented deaths. And the estimates, but what Trump is talking about doing now would be a much larger scale than that. The best estimates from that were, was that it was maybe a few hundred thousands, and whereas Trump is talking about doing this on the scale of millions. That is Isaac Arnsdorf, national political reporter at the Washington Post, in the conversation with our Dimitri Sotis. Quick look at the top stories Thursday morning we're following on WTOP this early hour. President Joe Biden cancels more than a billion in student loan debt for some borrowers. Days after Alabama's Supreme Court rules, frozen embryos are, in fact, children. A major hospital now in the state pauses IVF treatment. 
For some people around here, on the roads last Friday night, it's something they'll never forget, that stolen highway help truck. Remember that? Weaving all over traffic, smashing into other cars, even police cruisers. WTOP has an update this morning on the suspect for you. Stay with us for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. PJ Fitzpatrick has a great plan to save on your electric bill. Replace your leaky, drafty old windows with beautifully designed, budget-friendly, energy-efficient, American-made windows. PJ Fitzpatrick has a variety of financing packages that work with most any budget. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick provides the ultimate peace of mind, thousands of five-star reviews, and their famous lifetime guarantee on materials and labor. You can have it all. Visit TrustPJ.com today for a free design consultation. That's TrustPJ.com. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Good Thursday morning, February 22nd. Glad you're with us. 1218 on WTOP. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and when it breaks, it breaks back to Kenberger this early Thursday in the WTOP Traffic Center this morning. Thank you, Dean. The delays on northbound BW Parkway approaching the Beltway over in Prince George's County because of the work zone. Those delays of ease have uh, lessened quite a bit. There's still just a brief delay, but you get through it rather quickly. And then once you cross uh, the Beltway onto northbound 295, the ride all the way up to Baltimore is clear. No delays on the southbound side. And 95, both directions between the two Beltways, you find no delays. 270, there is a work zone reported up in Frederick County. This is going to affect both sides of 270 between Maryland 80, Fingerboard. Road and Dr. Perry Road. You find the left lane is closed in either direction. Right lane is open, but not seeing any major delays. No major work zones reported in Howard County. We have reports of a mobile closure in the right lane of the Outer Loop in Montgomery County. This is on the top side heading to Wisconsin Avenue. Also, the Outer Loop near Cabin John Parkway right lane reported blocked near Seven Locks Road. Also, both directions of US 29 near New Hampshire Avenue in Montgomery County. Beware of the reported work zone with one or more lanes blocked. Also, Georgia Avenue. Avenue southbound between Maryland 108, Laytonsville Road, and Morningwood Drive in Olney. Right lane is blocked because of road work. In Virginia, you've got the road work on southbound 95. This is in the area between the Fairfax County Parkway and Lorton Road. It's over on the far right side. At the heart of service, Montgomery County Police are hiring permanent shifts, four-day work week, high salaries, and a $20,000 hiring bonus. Apply at joinmcp.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Travel. Coming right up after traffic and weather in the midnight hour Thursday for you. Why there's a call for a gas line replacement project in D.C. to go under the magnifying glass. I'm Mike Marilla. Expect slightly higher temperatures here on your Thursday, but also expect a rather gray day. Mostly cloudy skies will rule, and we could even have a few spotty showers around the area. This morning, temperatures 28 to 34 degrees. Not seeing any rain out there right now, but there might be a shower or two by early afternoon. Best chance of rain tonight through Friday morning. Meanwhile, our temperatures will top out between 55 and 60 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we're at 34 degrees in Reston, 35 Bethesda, 37 on the National Mall, 36 in Holding in our nation's capital. Time now on WTOP 1220. Good morning. Hi, I'm Rich McKenzie, owner of Metropolitan Bath and Tile, and I want to share a story about our partnership with WTOP. Many years ago, we began advertising with WTOP. The high quality of their audience matched perfectly with our target customer. It turned out to be a very smart move, one I've never regretted. I've seen the success of our partnership, and I can say that WTOP is an excellent advertising option if you need lots of high-quality customers. 
At Metropolitan Bath and Tile, we take great pride in the beautiful bathrooms we've created over the past 44 years. At WTOP, they take great pride in creating marketing plans for their advertisers that deliver incredible results. So if you're looking to create the bathroom of your dreams, call Metropolitan Bath and Tile. If you need help attracting new customers to your business, reach out to WTOP. Go to WTOP.com and search Advertise. Metropolitan Bath and Tile. Bathroom remodeling. It's what we do. It's all we do. Thursday morning, February 22nd. Thanks for being with us this early morning at WTOP. Time now is 1222. You're listening to WTOP News. Here at home, Maryland lawmakers are proposing a bill that would actually allow authorities to prosecute people who threaten or harm election officials in the state. The Protecting Election Officials Act of 2024 would make threatening an election official a misdemeanor punishable by up to three years or a fine of up to 2500 Legislation comes as threats now against election officials, we're told, have been rising across the country. Since 2020, in fact, 14 states have passed similar bills to protect election personnel. Thousands gathering locally at the Virginia State Capitol in Richmond this week for the state's 6th annual March for Life. Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin and Lieutenant Governor Winsome Earl Sears were in attendance. They called on state lawmakers to pass legislation restricting access to abortion in the Commonwealth. Meanwhile, Democratic majorities in both the House and the state Senate have passed several bills aimed at protecting women who seek abortions. Stay tuned. There's been an arrest now, we're told this morning, after somebody broke into a Secret Service limo. That happened last year. The vehicle was being used to protect a member of the first family. It happened last November. Now the Secret Service has charged a 19-year-old D.C. man in the break-in of an agency SUV that was parked outside of first granddaughter Naomi Biden's house. Court documents say a police vest, night vision goggles, and chemical sticks were taken, among other items. A responding officer fired his service weapon after being nearly hit by a stolen getaway car. Investigators identified the suspect, Robert Kemp, by relying on surveillance footage and a McDonald's receipt that was found in the getaway car. ABC News National Correspondent Stephen Portnoy this morning. A Washington gas works to replace as they do the old gas lines in D.C. because of all the gas leaks we've had recently. There's a call now for the work to be paused and the projects closely examined. The call is coming from the D.C. People's Council, an independent city agency which represents utility users. They cite a spike in gas leaks over the last 10 years despite Washington Gas's project pipes moving into its 10th year. Washington Gas now needs $682 million more for the next phase, which if approved would mean rate hikes. Safety is paramount, but we had to make sure that we do this in a way that is uh, cost efficient to ratepayers. Lawrence Daniels, director of litigation for the People's Council, says the other concern shared by many members of council, too, is replacing pipes. It's very expensive, and it's also it's going to be for a network that is going to be phased out. As the city moves toward a more electric future, D.C.'s Public Service Commission needs to approve the investigation. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. In a statement to WTOP this week, Washington Gas says it takes its obligation to provide safe and reliable service seriously and also says it is reviewing and will respond to the agency's petition as needed. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. 25 on your Thursday morning, February 22nd. Glad you're with us. Rob's turn. 
The Maryland women started their current win streak with a win over Rutgers and extended it to four games with an 81-62 victory over the last place Scarlet Knights in College Park. Cheyenne Sellers near triple-double led the way as Brenda Freeze and the Terps are getting hot at the right time. The Big Ten is brutal. You know, I love where we're at. You know, a terrific response when you talk about learning. I always say there's winning and, and there's lessons, and we've learned a lot of lessons uh, from some of those earlier losses, and, you know, it's a perfect time to be peaking for March and for postseason. The Maryland men got a Wednesday win without even taking the court as five-star McDonald's All-American big man Derek Queen committed to be a Terp over offers from Indiana, Kansas, and Houston. Read more on WTOP.com. 